All right, three, two, one, rely. Any full effect coming at y'all next. Uh, how you been? What's good, people? Welcome back. Sheesh. <coughs> My bad. What's good, people? Welcome back <laughs> to another episode of MBH TV. You know what I'm saying? I'm here with my main man, Andre. Or was it Dre? Uh, yeah, it's just it's just Dre, Draco. And a new oh, one, Dre. a new one, Mento. All right, Dre or Mento, y'all. Um, yeah. But yeah, how you been, man? I've been Gucci. I've been real good. I've been, uh, you know what I'm saying? Just keeping my mind busy, doing what I got to do. How you been? Did you skate for Go Skate Day? What day was that? Yesterday. Nah, I skated the day before though. So kinda. And bro, I was trash, honestly. I was like very I was not good at all. Bro, when I went to <laughs> when I went to um if y'all know we just posted a vlog um for skate day. Y'all should check that out. It's low-key probably one of the best content vlogs. I didn't do too much editing. Um, I didn't even put music behind it. It's like <clears throat> one of my first vlogs. If if y'all remember those, like I was real new to editing, but like this one, you can tell it's edited good. Um, but I didn't even need to do that much editing. That's how much. That's how good the content is. So y'all should definitely check that out, especially if y'all like skating. But um, yeah, man, I've been trash as fuck at skating. Louis Lo Louis Lopez, he was at um. Oh nah, so. I forgot we haven't talked in a while. Um, so basically, in the video, it we we were having the skate session at the skate park for the 20th anniversary of uh the local skate shop, right? And they came out with a video that is actually on Thrasher's website. Y'all should check that out. And it was like really cool, just the whole experience. Like I just went there, I, I burned my board. I maybe skated for like five minutes collectively just because like one they was like having contests and shit and I was like you know like I mean I could have I could have definitely went out there and skated because they wouldn't have cared but like they was cold as fuck so one I didn't want to get in the way and two which I know I wouldn't have uh, but two like it was like kind of just cold to watch like I damn near didn't even want to skate because like you there was this one clip. It's like a 30 second clip. You see a scooter dude do a backflip on, on a that fucking on half pipe. Then right after that, I move my camera and you see this dude just flying off the skateboard into my camera. And then literally like 20 seconds after that, these two niggas collide on the half pipe. Like it was like some crazy, just all back to back. And right after they collide, this dude like hit like this. He like just uh he aired out and aired back into the the quarter pipe, but he went up like maybe five feet. And this is all just happening back to back. So you just looking at this shit like, damn, these niggas is like really cold. But um the part I wanted to talk about was the the like video release and like seeing that, like I got to see a bunch of dudes I would see at the skate park, like put a project together and like some of the clips I saw like while I was going to school and I saw them filming and like to see like when you see in the clip and they working for it then when you see it in the 
the final video because I was in one of the parts. I saw two parts. The video has two part release. Sorry. I saw I told y'all my mind's always everywhere. But like I was in the second video. So like technically your, your boy in a skate park. Technically. But did you um, do a trick or did they just yeah, like yeah, I did it? um two tricks and oh shit. Yeah, I had two clips in there and uh I had filming credits for a little bit, but um yeah, oh, oh, let me get back to, to the reason I brought this up. So, like, the home base part, y'all should definitely check that out. It's on Thrasher. And one dude, he got um featured in Quarter Snacks, like the top 10 tricks of the week. He was number five. So that was that was kind of dope. But um, at the end, like, we were watching the part. They had this, like, big projector on the big screen. We're all outside the skate park. It was so crazy because at the end, like, you saw everybody, like, moving out. And I saw one dude who had, like, a, a part in it. And he was just, like, just, like, staring in awe at the at the screen as the credits were going down. And I was like, damn, like, I can't even imagine how that feels, but I know how that feels. Like, he's seeing all this hard work he just put in, like, finally come to fruition. And it just, like, had me think, like, it kind of had me, like, wanting to get in like work mode because like well we didn't post it but um it kind of like had me oh, yeah, wanting to get in work mode because uh you know i was just like man like it's amazing that you feel me the it's amazing that you can see his feeling just by like how he's looking at the screen and i don't know like I I just expect for us to get get there soon. But yeah, that that's how I've been. I've been good, just working. <laughs> just working. That's what I'm so uh, the Drake album. How do you feel about it? Um, I mean, like, all right. So I I have two different opinions on it. If y'all don't know, Drake just came out with an album. It's called Honestly Nevermind. You listen to it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I listen to it. Um. The first time I put it on, I, I couldn't get past it. I couldn't get to the third song. I'm not going to lie. I, I tried, and I, I was really listening to it, trying not to be a hater. I was like, you know what? I, I realized I was like, Drake, he's not no activist nigga. Niggas that don't like his rapping, like, they are looking for activist-type rapping, which I get, but Drake is just a nigga that want to have fun in life. And I'm like... You know what? I shouldn't expect this nigga to be an activist nigga because he just don't want to be an activist nigga. Like he's not Kanye or Jay Z. They like activist type rappers. So once I like kind of put him in that box, um, I stepped back and I was like, let me listen to this album, you know, without any judgment, just try and like listen to it. And first listen, I couldn't get past the same song, right? So personally, I think for like. But I don't think the album was trash. I ended up listening to a whole thing at work. And um, I realized what Drake was trying to do with it. You know, so I think, like, for what niggas wanted the album to be, it was a terrible album because it's not a rap album. But, like, it was a club dancing type album that I felt was, like, more for girls singing at the club and shit. That's, like, what I felt he made that album for. And I was, like, honestly... I can picture this these songs being played at the club. I can picture like bitches like 
singing that fucking like just played over again chorus so i was like for what he was trying to do i think it was a good project how, how you feel about it i honestly thought that shit was pretty good like to be honest because like to me if it to me i said somebody asked me at work and i was like if that wasn't drake like that would have been a fire ass album like people would have been like that's a fire album but since i feel like since they were expecting something from drake they kind of got fooled and they're like bro like I, like this isn't what i came here for but i feel like i feel like on drake's part that was like the first time where i feel like he did something that was like experimental and like different you feel because he you know he just has this algorithm down to where he just makes yeah. his but like he tries some i feel like this is like the equivalent to like the Kanye West Yeezus out. I mean, Yeez, yeah, Yeezus album, or maybe not the Yeezus album, but a little bit. Nah, I would say maybe 808s. Oh yeah, 808s. Yeah, that's better. And not really, because Kanye was doing like Drake's not. He's not like he's not doing anything new or different. With I think album. he is, but he is though. Because like no other no, no, rapper is doing that. You said nobody's doing that? No other rapper's doing that. What? Like that type of album. Like, I think that was like a Tyler the Creator type. type. That's like a Tyler the Creator type. Nah, of I feel like rappers are doing that. Yeah, but I not mean, like, like, all right. See, but all right. Okay, okay. I wouldn't call Drake a rapper, though. I call, I would, I would label Drake as an entertainer slash an artist. And that was an R&B album. There's R&B artists doing stuff like that. So I'm not saying, look, I don't, I think it was a good album for what he was trying to do. I don't think it's the same as 808s just because Kanye was like literally introduced something new to the music world. And I don't, I don't see Drake introducing nothing new, but like, I mean, again, I don't, I don't know though. I mean, yeah, I, I, I get that. I mean, I just feel like this was something new, though, for rap. But even this though it wasn't, wasn't a rap, rap album. Yeah, though. even though it wasn't a rap album, though, it still, like, did something for the culture of rap. Because to, to me, it's like, it's like he's, he's genre-bending. And, like, when people, like, usually when rappers genre-bend, they get a lot of respect for it. But, like, I feel like Drake not getting enough credit for, for like, taking that, they're taking that leap. And being like, you can't contain me as like a rap artist, which I don't feel like people were trying to do, but like he's known as a rapper. I don't think people look at him as a singer. Yeah, that's facts. That's facts. Um, I mean, like, I don't, I don't think like he's the first rapper to do some shit like that. Like as far as genre building. But on like, his I level, think, though. Like, but on his, like, because you got to think about this is Drake. He could literally hop on a song, say some bullshit, and people will love it. And yeah, he exactly. went against that. He went against that to make this. No, no, he didn't. That's exactly what he did with this album. Bro, what? He wasn't just saying some bullshit the whole time? But, like, the production, you got to respect the production. That production I mean, like, was fire. I, I, it's not that I don't respect it. I'm just saying, like, 
he wasn't doing nothing new with this album that people haven't done in the industry already. Maybe he's the biggest to do it. Maybe it's new for him. Yes, I'll I'll say that. I'll give him that. But I'm not going to say he's done something new in rap. You feel me? I can respect that. But, I mean, I think it was a decent album. Though. Like, for what he was trying... Once I realized, like, this isn't a rap album, I need to stop judging it as a rap album, I was like, you know, it's not bad. But, like, when, you, when you're going in, like, with the mindset that oh i'm about to hear some bars that's why i think a lot of people got disappointed yeah yeah that's what i'm saying I, like if it wasn't drake i feel like people would have liked it like if like if, like, like the do you Wiz... think like they would have liked it if like bryson tiller dropped it or something yeah i mean they probably still would have been like what the fuck but i feel like they would have been more open to it yeah i feel it i feel it but um I was watching this My Beautiful Twisted Dark Fantasy uh, doc. Bro. So I listened to Thriller today, right? And this, this, this all connects, by the way. And it was my first time listening to Thriller. That shit was cold. That shit <laughs> fire, huh? That, that shit, shit fire was cold. That shit was cold. But like the girl is mine. And like I just I didn't realize like how many of his bangers was on just thriller. And I was like hearing that for the first time, probably like because I thought it was crazy, but like hearing it back then for the first time, that shit was probably insane. Especially like, especially not to be like that, but like white people hearing that shit for the first time, like and it'd be like a big ass artist, not just like some like Polym and Funkadelic shit. I mean, they were kind of big too, but like a real huge artist to do something like that. Michael Jackson was a goat, bro. I feel like nigga, they I feel like they fucked over Michael Jackson so bad. Bro, hella bad. Hella bad. But we that that's that's a story for another day. But um so yeah, I listened to Thriller and I did it because like um I did it because I watched this My Beautiful Twisted Dark Fantasy documentary. At first, all right, I watched like probably like four or five different Kanye docs, including like his um, over like this last five days, six days. And then I watched this My Beautiful Twisted Dark Fantasy uh, doc. And I didn't realize all he was going through when he made that shit. Like, do, do you know like, the whole story of like the shit leading up to like how his mom had just died and then the Taylor Swift. I didn't know that was like right before the ta- or right after the Taylor Swift shit. Yeah, because yeah, I heard he was like this like he looked at my beautiful dark twisted fantasy as the album that's like if he if he it, this is the defining moment. This shit's not perfect. And he was like he was like that was the first time he ever wrote like song yeah. for that album. And like I think that shit might be like, I think that shit might be better than Thriller. Cause I'm just, bro, hear me out, right? Thriller, like, I think if you can sing, you can't, you can't be, you can't be, you can't judge that. Like, you can't judge Frank Ocean and Kanye together. Like, yeah. it's just not fair. Like, yeah, it's not. This nigga Frank Ocean can sing. So, like, 
by that alone, you can reach way more people because not everybody want to hear a nigga talk on a beat, right? So, but I think, like, what Kanye did with my, not only just, like, the album itself, but, like, once you know, like, what went into that album, he was, like, power, first off, he made the shit in, like, six, six months, six, seven months, right? The nigga traveled to, he lived in Rome, and then did the whole album in Hawaii. So he was basically cut off from the entire world. This nigga, uh, he made everybody that was working on the album come in tuxedos every single day. At, like, bro, when you actually think about that, the engineers, the, the rappers, they all had to dress bro, up. Bro, he made suit. Chris Rock come in a tuxedo. And then they, they was like, he... um. That's funny as fuck, like a comedian, just to, <laughs> just to say some shit. And like, <laughs> um, fuck, what was I about to say? Oh, no, nah, they was like that. He was doing like how he ran this shit was like, so like goaded. He would have breakfast with the entire team every morning to talk about the day before, the next day and the current day. And then they would all go to the gym and hoop. And then they would all do charity together. And then they would go to the, they wouldn't go to, they wouldn't touch music at all until like four in the afternoon. And then from like four to like 4 a.m., they'd be in the studio. And that was like every single day. And I was like, bro, like the shit you probably, and and it makes sense why that album is like so great. Like he said, he put, there was 5,000 man hours put into just power, just the song power. And I was like, and not only is that crazy, he made the entire album in six months. Like, bro, that shit, like for that shit to be that good, not only like the raps, because the raps was like, damn near every verse on that album is like cold as fuck. But the beats he made or had, like, he was in the studio while I was making all the beats. And them beats probably going to live on forever. Yeah, them beats are hard. I mean, he he had the all of the lights one. But he was working on that shit for five years. That's crazy. I know, I kind of understand crazy. how you can do that, though, now that I'm making beats. Well, it's been five years? Yeah, because you can, like, you can literally always do something to a beat. Like... It's kind of crazy. Like, oh you can, like, literally always make That's, that shit better. Yeah. You can always add something to it. But or it's That's, not even that. It's like, my thing is like, I'll get caught into maybe like adding too much stuff sometimes. And I'm like, you got to like know when something's too much. And that's sort of like, you know, like in grade school, they would tell us like, less is more or like less is better and like mm-hmm. we never really understood that growing up we were like nah well, how the fuck is less gonna be better but now like i'm starting to slowly see just in life like when you talk to people like less is more you feel me the less you say the more you saying or in, in with music sometimes the less you put into the beat like the better it is like yeah. runaway if it didn't start off with just them one one keys, one notes, it wouldn't be as great as a song as it is. That's fine. Oh, God, because sometimes, like, 
I think that's why, like, I'm kind of on this Jay-Z wave. It's because it's, like, it's very simple compared to how, like, complicated some, uh, like, Kanye West beats be sometimes, Tyler Creator, like, Travis Scott. Like, they be having crazy-ass beats. So it's just a lot of shit going on. Or not even crazy-ass beats, just, like, big-ass production. So, like, you really just, you hear him, them rap, too, but, like, you're like, oh, this beat is nice. But like Jay Z, you really got you really focus on like what he's saying and just like rap in its most simple form. Yeah, Jay Jay Z a different animal. That nigga, that nigga cold as fuck. That nigga nasty, like nasty. Nigga, and bro, like he married to Beyonce too. Man, fuck that. No, nah, but no, nah, that's actually cool. That's tight as fuck. Bro, like when like. Cause like at first, like growing up, the one like part of growing up is like the people you looked up to when you're kids. Like once you become an adult, you kind of like don't look up to them the same way no more. Like you you kind of start respecting them for being like a human being rather than like being Kanye West. Like I don't respect. Well, not, let me rephrase that. I respect Kanye for being Kanye, of course, but like. I'm not like when I was a kid, I would be like, wow, that's Kanye West. Oh my gosh, how is he how he is? But now it's like I can see how he is and I can see all the obstacles he had to jump through to get to where he is and become how he is. And that's why, like, now when I'm like, damn, this nigga Kanye is like literally with Kim Kardashian. Like, yeah, I've always known that, but like now I'm like, it's really clicking. Like this nigga really bagged Kim Kardashian. This nigga Jay Z really bagged Beyonce. Like, and like the first time you, the first time I bring up like, oh yeah, I listen to Jay Z. They be like, he's so ugly. I be like, bro, y'all motherfuckers be, that's fucked up. Dude, that just shows like it really don't matter how you look. It's about the power. Exactly, and. And what I realized, like, one, you don't got to be a cute-ass nigga to get, get a bad bitch. You feel me? You just got to be that nigga. And, like, Jay-Z, when he was young, like, when he was coming up, one, he was that nigga, like, when he was coming up. So, of course, Beyonce wanted that nigga. <laughs> he was literally that nigga. And, two, um, he wasn't hideous when he was young. Now, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm not going to judge another man. I'm not going to judge how another man looked. But, like, when he was younger, like, you could tell that nigga was pulling bitches. You feel me? So, like, not on no Okay, we get, nah, we get it. We get it. We get it. We get it. Now, I'm just saying, like, so niggas, like, our age, they be, like, he ugly as fuck now. But I'm, like, y'all got to think about, like, who he was when he got Beyonce and who Beyonce was when he got her. I don't think she would be be Beyonce without Jay-Z. She might be like, she nah, she would still be big as fuck. But like, I don't think she would be as big. Do you think I'm wrong in saying that? But I don't think Jay-Z would be as big with the, without Beyonce either. Yeah. I don't know, because he was huge without Beyonce. Like yeah. he was huge. Like he was, cause that's like that's when the blueprint dropped. Like, that's pretty popular. But like. I mean, I don't know about Beyonce because that bitch is just like talented. So it's like I don't even know what her 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 ceiling would be. But I think she was young as fuck and he was old as fuck. 
So maybe you pimped her ass out. No, I'm just playing. No, I think they were like, what, six, seven years apart? That's like normal, though. Oh, yeah, that's not that bad. I thought it was like nine. Even so, like, Mariah Carey was like 12 years older than Nick Cannon. Yeah, but that's hot, though. That's different. All right. That's sexy. Nigga. Okay. All right. But, um. (laughs) Of course, I like. Never mind. Nah, nah. Did you hear about all these, uh. Oh, oh, nah. While we're still on this music tip, bro, this nigga Frank is is a goat, bro. I know. Like, I just, like, really, like, grasped. So, because I watched the Frank doc, too. And I just, like, really grasped what this nigga did with um, Blonde and Endless. And, like, how Endless was, like, See, I'm over here thinking, like, Endless is cold as fuck. I'm like, this shit is, like, so cold. But this shit, that shit was really, like, a troll album. Yeah. And I was like, bro, when I realized, like, what he did, and not only the fact that he did it, I was like, I was literally, like, listening to this nigga while he was thinking of all this shit and doing this shit. Like, that I was on Frank before, like, Blonde ever came out. Like, I liked Frank. So that's why, like, I was like, bro, this nigga was literally scheming all of this shit while I was a fan of, which I feel like is just cooler. Because, like, when I was I was looking at the My Beautiful Twisted Dark Fantasy, I was like, well, I didn't really know what the fuck was going on, like, at all with Kanye, even though I was alive when, when he made that album. But, like, <laughs> I knew what was going on with Frank while he was doing going through this shit. And, like, for y'all, those of y'all who don't know, Basically, you know, Frank Ocean code ass. He um got signed by Def Jam Records. And it was like low, probably a great ass. If you ask any artist, this is a great deal. Only only two albums. He just gotta do two projects, right? Great deal. But they figured out that this nigga could write lyrics and shit. So they fucking um they wouldn't like put out none of his music. So he released his first album for free, which was a cold ass album. That shit was cold. cold. Released it for free just because he wanted like the world to like know who he was now. Um, and that ba- basically got him a feature features on Watch the Throne and shit, and the publicity from Kanye and Jay Z backing them made them drop Channel Orange his first album. And then basically they would they was playing around with this nigga again, wouldn't like clear his uh samples and shit. So for years he he came up with this plan for his second album. He was he dropped this troll album called Endless, which I still think is cold, to be honest. I still like it. I'm even he trolled me. That's the crazy part. The nigga trolled me because I thought it was like an actual album. But the nigga uh, dropped Endless, right? <laughs> he dropped it on YouTube or on Apple Music as a live stream. The live stream originally lasted fucking five days, bro. Yeah. So they was sitting there watching Endless. Like, like it was like some deep ass shit. <laughs> and he like getting out of the contract, getting ready to drop Blonde and release the magazine. <laughs> just a troll for five days. He trolled Death Rent Jam for five days. Drop blind. 
already out of his contract and made fucking I think 10 million off of it because he was yeah. independent. I'm like, you know, if I, that's not the coldest shit. Yeah. You know what I heard too? Like when he would record with people, or when when he records stuff, he doesn't do he doesn't save anything digitally. He also he saves it like on a flash drive. So that way it can't get leaked. Because if it would have got leaked, they would have found out that he was fucking playing them niggas the whole time. That's fucking crazy security nigga to have in the studio. Bro, that nigga, like, nigga, when I found, like, that's like the smartest shit, bro. Yeah. Because not only is it smart, like, it was petty as fuck. Like, it was petty too. And that's, bro, that nigga a goat, bro. Yeah. The weekend low key a goat too. I don't know what the weekend did. Bro, Bro that on. nigga played the fuck out of Drake. And we'll explain why when we come back from our first commercial break. And we are back. Live and well, not live, but kind of live and in full effect. Coming at y'all next. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But um, yeah, I was talking about the weekend. Let me tell y'all how that nigga's coming. <clears throat> so basically, this nigga, right? So he made um three original like mixtapes, right? And um, I think it was like the House of Balloons, and I forgot what the other two was called. And, like, for his first album called Trilogy, all he did was, like, remaster those three mixtapes and, like, maybe added a version, like, switched up the beats a little. So, like, his first mixtape's three or two and a half hours long, but it's just the first three mixtapes, right? But this is what this nigga did to, like, basically blow himself up. And low-key, like, I got got a lot more respect for Drake than I did. But Drake a bitch for this shit. So this nigga Drake, so you know how he got OVO, right? Mm-hmm. So well, the weekend was small. He from Canada. So like Drake found out about him, tried to sign on the OVO um, while he was working on the Take Care project or album. And at the end of like Take Care, which is like arguably one of Drake's best albums, right? And I was listening to the weekend. And then I listened because the weekend was like he basically ghost wrote most of the album. And um, I was listening to the weekend. And I was listening to Take Care. And I was like, bro, this is dead ass the weekend. Like the shit Drake was talking about in there because he was basically talking about like being depressed and in love with a bitch and on drugs. That's all like the weekend was talking about his first like three, three, four five projects. Right. Damn near all. That's all he talked about. That's yeah, all about, right? <laughs> so so i was like damn like this nigga wasn't like this and drake was like well you know i hope this nigga probably threw a bar or something right <laughs> but um so drake was trying to sign him to ovo the whole time and at the end like the weekend was like nah i'm not trying to so drake got pissed as fuck and basically like he ain't, he didn't technically steal the shit from him, but he basically like took all the credit for take care, and like that's like, and it was like a mutual exchange because t- 
take care is the reason why the weekend like kind of became known as because he featured on that shit. But especially like crew love. But um bro, like take care is also the like kind of what solidified Drake's take care and nothing was the same is like the two albums that solidified Drake's career. You feel me? And I was like, this nigga with the weekend wrote damn near all the take care but nah he he just cold because like he kind of finessed drake into thinking like he was gonna sign with ovo the whole time and then just rode the coat coattail and like he damn he not as big as drake but like he he in the conversation of like them big type of big time hell yeah. that nigga is fucking huge hell yeah it's crazy bro. how big the weekend is like i forget that shit bro and and I don't, like, I didn't realize how much, like, thought went into these niggas' albums. Like, his, um, his After Hours and Dawn FM album, bro, them is probably, like, I didn't even listen to them. I just, um, was watching the doc. Them probably, like, some of the deepest, like, album, uh, albums in, uh, would you call them, like, a, a rapper or R&B artist? An R&B artist? Yeah. But I don't know, because I haven't really listened to, like, his non-radio shit. Nah, you know? he low-key. So, I think he kind of more R&B. He kind of like, like Travis, but more singing. Yeah. If that makes sense. But, um, bro, like, his, his, um, after hours and, so basically, I don't think I'm spoiling this, but all his albums is like, he's talking about his life and like, his fucked up state of mind and, Bro, this nigga is cold. So the weekend is like this alter ego he created for himself because he was like homeless and shit and like really fucked up off drugs when he first started rapping. So like he named himself the weekend because like that's the feeling he always wanted to have. Like he it was the weekend or whatever. And like throughout the albums and shit, especially after hours on Dawn FM, he like is basically so in after hours. He he kind of like comes to grip with who he is because he in his songs he either is singing as Abdel, his like who he is, or or as um Starboy as the weekend. And then Starboy, I think that's what the fucking album's called, actually. Um, he kind finally came to grips with like he has to be both people, like he's not Adele or he's not uh the weekend, he's both and he has to live with that. So like the whole album. He's going insane. And that's why, like, it was crazy as fuck. And remember, he got had that plastic surgery. And, yeah. like, he was basically, like, exposing how evil and dirty, like, Hollywood is and, like, the shit you got to do to, like, fit in in Hollywood. And, like, it's just so crazy because, like, he, at the end of the album, he basically, like, accepted that, like, um, he's not, he, like, he is this evil and he is this good and like that's just who he is and like bro that nigga's just you you gotta watch that nigga's dog he he a cold nigga yeah i'm, I'm probably getting gonna, so much more respect for like artists i'm probably gonna listen to that album tomorrow or the album that you said tomorrow what trilogy that shit long as fuck. what is it wait no the after i was in well i don't know I, i'm probably gonna start like at the beginning i don't want to start at the yeah end. yeah yeah that's that's yeah. how i've been doing I listened to Eminem, um, like, I think it was two weeks ago. His I didn't even start with his first one for some reason. I started with his second one. 
I listened to his third and his first. That nigga is cold as fuck. Yeah, he nasty. Like, off of his first three albums, like, because niggas be like, Relapse was kind of trash and shit. But low-key, he don't even need no no more albums after those three. Like, them, them three albums was, like, crazy. Good. Yeah, he honestly shouldn't have dropped. Relapse, I feel like he could have, like, Relapse was okay. But everything after that, I didn't fuck with it at all. And and this is this is oh no 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 recovery was pretty good recovery yeah, that yeah, was the one where I'm not afraid that's like the, yeah 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 to take, to a, take stand. a stand everybody I remember that song that's the funniest song. hell yeah but um it nah but what what looking at old oh I listened to Wu Tang yesterday too them niggas them niggas was cold as fuck but Girl. um hell yeah you should listen to them. But what I'm realizing is, like, these niggas, Jay-Z and, like, Kanye, they damn near, and like, I think Kendrick, low-key, Kendrick and Kanye, more than anybody, like, they in a different conversation than everybody else. Because Eminem, like, he's considered the GOAT, but he has trash albums. This nigga, Kendrick, doesn't have one trash album from his mixtapes to now like all of them is one like woke as fuck deep as fuck and good as fuck kanye you can argue that 808 heartbreaks and yeezus is trash you you can make that argument i listened to um uh what's the blue one jesus is king that one's fire fire oh god that shit hard hella good so like that's but those are the only two you can make the argument that they're trash but they're not those aren't even trash for kanye but when you look at Eminem, he got trash albums. Lil Wayne got trash albums. Jay-Z, like, do he got any trash ones? I haven't that listened nigga's... to all of that nigga's albums. That nigga got, he got hella albums, but he got 13 number one albums. Or like 12 number one albums. Yes. <laughs> Dang, that nigga nice. I'm sure he got, because he said, I'm sure he got 12. Because I'm sure 444 was a number one album. So I'm sure he got 12. That's crazy. No, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, how many albums that nigga got? I don't know, but nigga, 12 <laughs> albums? And then he got way more than that. Because he got hella volumes and shit. But he got 12, like, Grammys? No, 12 number one oh, okay. albums. How about, no, I'm like, 12 album Grammys? Because that's, like, actually insane. If he got, no. like, oh. I don't think about? he has that. But he got a, uh, damn. It was something that he had. But yeah, that's that's a lot of fucking albums that just have hit the top. Hell yeah. 12? 12. Nigga, niggas don't even have 12 albums. That's what I was about to nowadays. say. Niggas don't even have 12 albums. Niggas don't yeah. even have six albums. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> it's so weird how like people don't put as, as much music out there as they used to. Because like Nick, like, look like how much all his music. shit would have like at least 15 plus songs too. Look how much music Tupac got, bro. Tupac got so much music. That shit is still coming out to this day. He died like 40, mm-hmm. nah, not 40 years ago, but like 20 years ago. I, I don't listen to niggas shit after they die if they come out. Nah, yeah, but that, no, nah, but he, no, he only dropped like three albums when he was alive. All Biggie the rest only of dropped one. Yeah. That's another Biggie, reason I was but like, Biggie, but Biggie ain't got that as much music as Tupac. 
but Tupac no, that's, got stupid music. Like it's crazy. That's another reason why, like, you feel me? Like, I look at Kanye and Jay Z differently now because I'm like, would would Biggie have had the same career if he had been alive and like been able to drop five albums? Would they have Ooh. all been good? Like, like Jay Z's first five was, or like Kanye's first five was. I don't know, because uh, Biggie's second one wasn't that good. And he was, like, alive to record it. Like, he, I think he was alive all the way up until it got released. And that, But that's what I'm saying. Like, he's known as one of the greatest rappers ever, even though he only got one album. Tupac got three. I mean, Tupac is cold. And Biggie's cold, too. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying, like, it makes you think, like, these rappers that have Jay-Z, 12 number one albums, like I, I feel like it's kind of hard not to say Jay-Z is better than both of them yeah I think he is to be honest but nah <clears throat> it's just you know my dad told me he was like back in the day like Biggie and Tupac wasn't even like a conversation because everybody knew Tupac was better it's like it, he was like it's just it's just now recent not recently but like it wasn't until after Biggie died that people were like oh he's like he can be compared to him so like, I don't even think people, I don't know. I don't really think Biggie should even be in the same category as, as Tupac, in, in my humble opinion. Just because you didn't put out no, as much work I, I, as I can Tupac. agree with that. Like, you ain't do as much as Tupac. Like, Tupac was in movies. Bro, this nigga Tupac was only 25. Was in, like, three fucking movies. Had three of the best rap albums of all time. And then yeah, got that killed. That nigga Tupac was nice. He he got Jada still thinking about him, bro, and still went to, and went to prison for two and a half years, or no, I don't know about I don't know about two and a half years, but he went to prison and shot two cops. No, he shot two cops and got away with it. Oh, he got away with it. That's not why yeah. he was in prison. No, nah, he went to jail for rape, but I, they said he got set up. <laughs> Nigga said. Damn, that's that's tough. But um, you know, like we we've been talking about music for a while. So, you know, if y'all if y'all want to hear some of our music, get us to like 10,000 10, subs on YouTube. But um, no, nah, I'm just playing. We, we gonna drop before that. But uh, nah, I, I was listening to this Joe Rogan podcast at work, and he had these like climate change people on. And, like, I kind of like how he did this because he had this one dude on from the right first that worked from BP. And the very next episode, he had this dude from the left on. So I'm like, and he, he said at the beginning, he was like, you know, I'm trying to have, like, people from each side come on um, around the same time for topics. So, like, people don't think I'm just, like, this one-way thinker because he, like, was really just, like, asking questions, you know, just doing the Joe Rogan thing. Just yeah. asking fucking questions. Doing what and, he's um, best at. Yeah. But, but he's nah, the best at. Um, and it was just crazy because like I was listening to both, and both guys made really good points. And they also made like started to get really extreme. And I'm like, damn, like it just takes like a conversation for shit to like get done. But like what I wanted to talk about, it was a climate change. Um they were talking about climate change and you know this year 
I think the weather's the hottest it's ever been. I think like it's it's about to be like 140 multiple times in Vegas this year. Holy shit. Yeah. Um 140? Yeah. That's cat. You serious? I, I don't know if it was a fake picture, but I saw that's what I saw. God, it was from like yeah. a news source. Bro, that's hella hot. Hella, hell yeah. I, bro, I damn near, bro. I just stay in bed. How the fuck you gonna go to work in that? I mean, nigga, most people work inside. Bro, nah, I feel like they gonna they gonna let people take the day off. No, nah, they gonna nah, nah, they not gonna do that. They probably gonna let the kids take a day off of school though. I mean, it's during the summer, bro. All right, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I just I just wanted to get your opinion, like climate change. Do you think it's a real thing, bro? Do you... I don't, I don't fucking know. Just what's your opinion on it? I mean, I feel like you feel me. The climate's changing. It's always gonna change. But you sound real right, right, all right, right. No, I'm just no, I'm just uh, saying. I mean, whether nah, that's a fact. That's a fact, though. I don't know if it's because of humans or if it's not because of humans. I'm sure we play a, a major, uh, not a major role, but I'm sure we play, you know, what I'm saying a role in it, a cynical role at that. Yeah. So I mean, I can't. I mean, do I do I believe in in climate change? Of course. Do I believe in global warming? Yeah, I do. So, yeah. And that that was like the main argument between like the two sides is like the dude on the right he was like yeah humans are having an effect but it's not to the level that they're trying to make it seem like in the media um he was like uh basically the earth goes through these moments of you know heating and cooling and it's just like a part of like what the earth does and he and he brought up these graphs that they use he's like usually they look at it like a 20 to 50 year time period when they measure the these like trends but he says if you just look at like a 100 to 200 year time period you'll see that everything eventually averages out and it just seems like stuff's getting hotter for us because we live in a lifetime so like for our lifetime yes yeah, been getting hotter the whole time but he was like um in ancient egypt they measured the the level of the Nile river um every year for like i think it was like 200 years or something and it was like on some years it would be like one inch and some years it'd be like over six and he's like the fluctuation made the average like true to like what it actually is and he says that's basically like what's happening with the earth and the other guy was like basically um no, nah, it's just heating up and stuff, and it's all 100% humans' fault, and we're we're causing all of it and shit. And that was basically the main argument. And that's why I'm like, see, I agree with both sides. I mean, I don't think humans are causing all of it. I think humans are causing more of it than the right wants to say. But, um, like, I kind of agree with the right a little more because they're like, this isn't something like, like the planet not about to explode and i don't think the like planet i don't think nothing drastic is going to happen to the earth from some shit we do to it i could be wrong i think the only way that could happen is like nuclear warfare but as far as like 
I don't think we can affect the climate that drastically to where the earth is going to be fucked. What What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think besides our nuclear warfare, I think we would just kill ourselves before we would, like, kill the yeah. planet. So even with nuclear warfare, like, we'll probably just kill ourselves. I mean, actually, I don't know what nuclear warfare is. I'm sure they got some shit now that can blow up the earth if they really wanted to. You think they do? You think they got some shit that could blow up the earth? Maybe not in one shot, but like 10? Like, like, is it being shot at the earth or like? Yeah, say like it's like a, uh, like they do it on a rocket ship. Yeah, so they shoot from outside the earth. Nah. I think the earth's too big to, like, I don't, I don't know, bro. I don't think we can explode the fucking earth. I think that would be really hard to do. (laughs) <laughs> yeah no nah. oh god i think we can like fuck up the i think the most we could ever do is fuck up the the um the part we live in on the outside of the earth but like the earth is like a whole planet like we only know the earth for like the the fucking outside of it like the skin you feel me so we only know the earth for the skin Nigga, you know how much shit is going on inside of your body that, that niggas can't see because your skin is covering it? So I feel like that's what's going on with the earth, you know? Like, I feel like, yeah, we might burn the skin off. We might. But then I don't think, you know, the, you feel me? Bro, you know, it's crazy. Like, what if, what if that's what we are? Like, we're just, like, earth is like an eyeball or something, like an arm. And we're just like the little bacteria on the, on the earth's arm. And we doing like bullshit. Like, you know how like sometimes you'll get a rash? Like when we like use fossil fuels, like niggas getting acne or something. Damn, we must got a pizza face. Oh God. But hopefully we're not the face though. Hopefully we're like the, I was thinking like the armpit. That would suck, bro. Imagine we die and we did all this work just to be an armpit. I mean, just to be, not even the armpit, the shit on the armpit. Would you rather, like, Earth be a dude or a girl? A girl. Same. Yeah. I don't want to be living on a nigga. Nigga. <laughs> That's, That's what nasty. I said, bro. Like, I don't know. I, I kind of, like, I hope God's not, like, a person or, like, a gender or whatever. I think, I hope it's just, like, I don't even know. I hope I it's a hope girl. But that's what I'm saying. If it is a gender, I hope it's a girl. I'm going to try to get a number. Uh, but anyways, um, hey, do you think it would not be funny if like, you try to hit on hit on God? If she's a girl? I think that would just be like the weirdest thing in the world. <laughs> be like, be like, did it hurt when you fell from heaven? <laughs> I feel like that should be weirder than hitting on your mom. What? Man, Nigga, I don't God? think so. You don't know God though. You know your fucking mom. No, nah, I feel like. If you like believe in it, how like the Christians believe in it and shit, like that shit would be weirder than hitting on your mom. No, but what is what is she bad? Bro, Bro imagine God is like a Kim K built ass bitch. If God looked like Kim K, I don't want her. All right, okay. What is what does she look like? Like Doja Cat. Doja Cat is bad, but I don't, I don't really want, like, a Doja Cat type girl. Oh, for real? 
Bro, like, what type of bro? Girl? You was right about Scissor. She bad as fuck. I told you, bro. I told you. <laughs> she bad as fuck, bro. I if told it was like it. Scissor. She bad, bro. And I'll be trying to tell people, but every time I say like, "Oh yeah, my uh, celebrity crushes," besides Kim K, Scissor, they be like, "Bro, she not even that bad." Bro, I'd be like, y'all niggas is racist. Niggas racist. Nah, that's facts. That's facts. That's what it is, too. But you know what? She was ugly as fuck. (laughs) She was hella ugly. Yeah, that's what I was about to (laughs) say. Like, when she first like came out, that that bitch was beat. Ugly as fuck. I don't know if it like was bad pictures or whatever, but like she wasn't it. Yeah. She looked good now though. Yeah, she looked great. It's kind of crazy how money like will literally like change how change a how a motherfucker. That's crazy, bro. And it's like not even through plastic surgery, just life. Do you think like they get? I feel like most cele- celebrities get plastic surgery though, because Kanye's had yeah, plastic probably. surgery. Yeah, I got lipo, but that's so sad. Cause I got lipo because I thought y'all would make fun of me. Damn, fuck that. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Bro, see, that's why, like, bro, I have so much respect for Kanye because, like, he went through a lot of bullshit so I didn't have to. And that's how I'm seeing it. Because, like, he went through all this shit with the media, so, like, I already know how the media is going to act. And I don't I don't got to go through... I don't got to go through it mentally. You feel me? Like, I might have to go through it, but, like, I won't have to mentally go through that bullshit like how he did. No, I feel you though. But that's really because bitches just really just be talking about shit. Like they just, they, you know what I'm saying? Like they just be talking shit. Oh, mm, God. That's like so it, bro. It's crazy. Like motherfuckers just be talking so much shit about people. And it'd be for no reason. Like I remember I was at, well, I'm not going to say where I was, but I was at work. And this, uh, Bro, one of the, my coworkers, two of my coworkers were talking to another one of my coworkers. And then, like, when she left, when the one coworker left, they started talking to each other and was like, I don't know why she keeps talking to me about this stuff, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, bro, like, you just listen to this bitch talk for an hour straight. And you and then you want to wait till she leave to be like, I don't want to hear it. For me, like, you just a fake ass nigga, bro. Yeah, not yeah, not even it's it's cool. It's not even that. Yeah, nah, but nah, like, why are you being a? But why are you being a dick about it? She just wanted to say what she had to say, and you listen, so it's your fault. It's not exactly. her fault. You know, like I'm kind of like starting to un- understand women. Like I realize, like I'm I'm realizing what bitching is for real, and what what it really is. And that's just, like, their way of communicating. Bro, it's like, just I literally, see. bro, literally their way of letting off steam, bro. And they, they have to do it. Like, they bro, literally, like have literally have to do it. And it's crazy. Like, it's kind of crazy. I hope, I hope this don't sound sexist, ladies. But, like, it's kind of crazy. I'm understanding what bitching is. Because I'm like, when you sit back, when, when it happens to you, you get angry. Because you're like, why the fuck? Is this bitch bitching at me? Or, like, whoever bitching at me? Like, why the fuck? You feel me? Like, why? You're not my mom. You're not my fucking parent. Stop bitching at me. And then, like, when you... But when you see a third person, when you just sit back and you observe it happening, and then you observe the after effect, that's the most important. What happens after, like, five minutes after. 
and everything's back to normal is cool. You start to realize, oh, they're just talking to like they're just communicating. They're not bitching at me. They're just they're just bitching. bitching. Yeah, yeah, and that's just, just how that's they it. talk. That's just yeah. how they talk. And and that's just like and it's it's hard to like for me to like try and just like leave it at that because I'm like stop fucking bitching at me. That's what's going through my head. You feel me? But like I'm trying to like really just understand and like that's they just communicated. Bro, you know? yeah, my mom, my mom <laughs> nowadays I'm so good with that because my mom is the master, the master of all. Uh, I'm not gonna say bitching because that's disrespectful. The master of complaining, you know what I'm saying, colorfully. So, bro, sometimes like this literally just happened like last week. Sometimes even now, she'll call me, get on the phone, and we'll talk so much shit for like 20 minutes. And I'll just sit there and I'll be quiet because I'm like, I know if I say something, it doesn't matter if I say the sky is blue, she gonna fucking chew me out for that shit. So I got to, you know, I just sit there, let her talk. And then like last time, literally, she was like, thanks for letting me vent. And then just hung up the phone. And I was like, literally, bro, like, that's, that's how all they all, want. That's all girls need to do is just get that shit off. Like, just let that steam off. And as long as you can weather the storm. Yes. You'll see, you'll see, you'll see the end. You'll see the end. Exactly. Exactly. Unless that bitch that... started, unless she started hitting you, then, you know what I'm saying? Then you got to. Yeah. But that's what I I'm glad, yeah. That that's what I realized. I'm like, they they like just talking and letting steam off. You feel me? Because after they done with it, like they be chill. They, they be, really do. Or or yeah. or another thing, they might be hungry. When girls get hungry, bro, them motherfuckers turn into bitches. No, I'm just <laughs> they turn, <laughs> no, they they turn rude. They get, you know what I'm saying? They change. Like that Snickers commercial, you're not you when you're hungry. Like, bitches really don't be there. Because, like, I've realized what it is. Like, and this is, like, why, like, some girls, like, have really good mental health. I'm not going to say at all because some of y'all bitches shit is fucked up. But some girls got really good mental health because they get all the shit off their chest, like, as it's happening or, like, right after. See, niggas, like we don't do this bitching shit because we hold on to that. Like when God. we mad at some shit, we don't vent about it. We hold on to that shit for years. Oh God. Oh <laughs> so God. like, yeah. And, and it, it just come out when we have kids and that's who we bitch at. So like, Damn. that's no, nah, that's the truth. That's the truth. So like, um, like with women, they just get it out as soon as like, and that's why they be good after. It, yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Makes sense. They're literally just like little... No, nah, I ain't gonna say that shit. <laughs> I was gonna say... Nah, fuck it. It's just yeah. a joke, everybody. It's just a joke. I was gonna say they're all they're just like little pets. But it was just a fucking joke. Just comedy <laughs> satire. <laughs> Don't take it. Bro, I thought you was gonna say little kids. Little pets is way worse. Yeah, bro, I can't say little kids. I was kids. gonna that's... say little kids is weird as yeah. fuck. Yeah, like, that's man. weird. It's like <laughs> little... I feel like little pets is way worse. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but for real, you know how like pets get bitchy when they don't eat? And they get bitchy when they don't get what they want. And they get bitchy when they no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Nah, now nah, that's a fact though. Girls be feeling entitled to the fucking world for some reason. Oh, <laughs> I was just playing about the pet shit, by the way. In the bitch. Uh, I don't think I don't. No, I was just playing. I, you know, I, I love talking to girls. 
I love girls, 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 girls. I do it. Do you like that song? That shit shit hard. (laughs) Bro, I just listened to the sample of that song today, and it's a nigga that sings that. That's scary as fuck. No, I'm just playing. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm talking about the sample part. Not the girl. If you're talking about. Oh, oh, oh. The, the like the the voice in the background, that's crazy. Oh, they sound like a girl, mean, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy what they can do. It like what um Kanye did with PYT mm-hmm. for Good Life. Wait, wait, wait. That's but that was it. But that was in the song though. That noise. Yeah, but like I didn't even know that was PYT until like I saw a video of like <laughs> them making the. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh god! Oh yeah, you showed me that, and then yeah. I listened to it after, bro. You know what Michael Jackson? You know Michael Jackson saying PYT TLC, and like the real song, like they sped it up in the real song and put it, put that shit in there. What what song? Which one? PYT. They sped what up? Him saying PYT and TLC. That's that. That's what the sound. Oh, the is. PYT. That, that's no, the. The the shit that's in good life, oh. that's him saying PYT TLC was oh. sped up. Yes, bro. That shit's hard. And they put that in the PYT song. I wanna love you. PYT tend to love and care. <laughs> bro, I was like, damn, this nigga cold as fuck. Yeah, Michael Jackson, bro, different. Hell yeah. He don't get the respect that he deserves no more. Cause like he only died like 10 years ago and niggas just completely forgot about him or like 14 years ago 13 maybe and, and this just bring me to like you know this this thing i wanted to talk about for a while you know and we was talking about it a little bit earlier but bro do you hear that cat no i don't hear that pussy yeah keep me out bro but um that nigga annoying but uh, <laughs> fuck that nigga. So like, you know how we was talking about climate change a little bit earlier, right? Yeah, it's probably cause my cause I'm spitting hot ass bars. That's why the fucking earth is heating up. Cause I spit fire. Yeah. So um, <laughs> <laughs> nah. But uh, so like, and I know we talk about this a little bit, but y'all ain't here. Um. <laughs> I've been thinking about righteousness a lot. And I, I think I found like the greatest analogy for it. You know, what does it mean to be righteous? You know, is it doing what you know is the best thing to do, even though it's against somebody's will? Or is it allowing everybody to exist in their own life blissfully, free from anybody's, you know, uh, judgment or or fuck judgment um input right so i thought about this i thought about the deer and the forest who got its leg bit and is limping around and is just gonna die in a couple of days but he doesn't know it he wants to keep living you as a human you're intelligent you see the deer and you're like all right i'm gonna put it out as misery and you're gonna kill it so you you literally doing like the exact opposite of you want what the deer wants you to do. But like to you, you're doing the righteous thing, right? To the deer, you're doing like the most demonic thing. You fucking murdering it. Even though like it's for a good reason. 
Now, for the human sense, I thought about it. I'm like, all right, so if, you know, you if I see a nigga about to jump off a bridge or whatever, and he like, man, my life sucks. My girl just left me. My fucking, um, you know, just found out my sister has been sleeping with my girlfriend the whole time. Um, yeah, so my girlfriend's a lesbian for my sister. So I just want to end it. I'm Dude, jump you should have just, you should have <laughs> just tried to watch. And uh, and my mom was there recording it, but um, so yeah, he he want to jump off the bridge now. Am I righteous for allowing him to do it? Because that's what he want to do. Am I right, righteous for, you know, trying to save his life and you know literally put him in, him in his own hell? And I've really been thinking hard about it, and like, you know. I, I'm going to let y'all know what I found out when we got back from this commercial break. All right, We're back. Good, y'all? Oh, my bad. All right. What's good, y'all? Back from the commercial. So, like, you know, before I got into, like, what I thought, I want to, I just want to know what you think. Do you think there is a such thing as universal righteousness? You know what? <clears throat> I feel like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know the answer to that. But to answer your question about should you help a guy that's about to jump off a bridge, personally, or should you save a guy? Because helping somebody is different than just like catching them mid fall. So if you were gonna catch them mid fall, you know what I'm saying? I don't think that's. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Because like he wants to die at that moment. He wants to end his life. I'd say this, if you catch him and you grab him and you just ask him, hey, are you sure you want to do this? No, no, he he's, you've already deliberated with the nigga for 30 minutes and he's telling you, nah, nigga, my, my sister is fucking my, my wife of three years um, and my mom recorded. I, I want to end it. Shit, if we already talked for 30 minutes, there's not much I can do for you. I tried, but so so you think letting them like kill themselves the the righteous thing to do in that I situation. I think that's the only thing I can do. But I mean, no, you you can. It's a weak, scrawny nigga. You can physically <laughs> pull him, pull him like off the bridge. Like you can pull him back from the edge if you want. Yeah. Like, no, I probably he, would. No, I probably would, because I wouldn't want you to die in front of me, anyways. So are you doing it for a righteous reason or for a selfish reason? Probably a selfish reason. Because I wouldn't want to see you. I, I don't want to see this nigga jump off a bridge. I'm going to be fucking traumatized. All right. And that's my point, right? So I don't think there's a such thing as universal righteousness, the more I think about it. And I think, like, really hard and long about things. So I've thought about this for, like, two, three weeks now. And... The more I think about it, it just doesn't make sense. Cause I'm like, I want there to be, I want, I want, you know, this to be a world and you and maybe you know universally it is, uh. But as far as like the evidence I've been presented with in this life that I've lived and seen, you know, the good guy always comes in last. You know, he comes in last with the women, he comes in last in his job. He comes in last damn near with his family. Like, he comes in last damn near every time because 
whether people mean to or not, they always end up taking advantage of people who are willing to help, you know, because there's so many people that aren't willing to help all the time. So nine times out of 10, a person will take advantage of somebody who, who is nice and helpful, right? On accident. So I'm thinking about righteousness and this, this all pertains for it, it all, it all tied together. Y'all know how I think, but um, I, I'm thinking about righteousness. I'm like, all right. So if I pull this dude back, one, like you said, most people would do it just for the selfish reason of, I don't want this nigga to kill himself in front of me. That would traumatize me. So you're already doing your righteous deed for a selfish reason. It's not even because you don't necessarily want this nigga to die. You just don't want him to die in front of you. Two, let's say you just don't want the nigga to die. You want him to live. You don't think he should kill himself, which, you know, is a good thing. Um, What you you would be putting that that gentleman or or lady or you know person or thing whatever it is in in its own hell you know even though it might be temporary that person in that moment wanted to end his life wanted to kill himself wanted to leave this plane this hell earth because this this earth kind of sucks you know you gotta fucking work for for water and shit so you know he was like you know what i don't want to keep doing this shit for 50 years let me just end this shit right now you know like get it over with you know it's pretty smart you know fast easy i'm in control of it yeah let me do that and you stop him from doing that you put him in his own hell because now you're not only keeping him in in hell but you're controlling his life so i'm like how is that righteous and that's why i'll go back to the well hold on i kind of get why it could be righteous all right, explain. Because now look at it, right? If a person about to jump off a bridge because he's depressed or because of some episode, he's not in the right mental state. So I feel like as someone that is in a better mental state or just like how you would expect somebody that's physically stronger to protect the person that's physically weaker, I would. I feel like it should be. it's the same someone that's mentally healthier healthier should protect the people who aren't mentally healthy because like what if because he's just at this time he's under the influence almost like you get these natural highs and these natural lows that are almost like drugs and you don't have the right judgment so if someone has a clear perspective and a more logical perspective on things then maybe you know i'm saying he can perform a righteous act you're overly assuming this 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 yeah, could be yeah. the most sound sound thinking person in the world, and he just logically came to the conclusion he just wanted to kill himself, or or let's just say it's, it's what you think, right? All right, um, fuck, I had a another uh, situation where, all right, okay, right? You said you're trying to save this person's life. He's not in the right mental state. What you're assuming? This is an assumption you're making. Let's take it to the vaccines, COVID, pandemic, global pandemic, worst we've seen in, in hundreds of years, right? Killed literally thousands of people. But um, so the people who, who got that, that, yeah, I mean, that, that vac, they could be like, you know, these people who don't want to get it, 
they don't understand. They're not in the right mental state. They've been lied to by Donald Trump and by QAnon and and by fake science. We need to take matters into our own hands and give them the treatment that they need to survive because they're like on a drug right now. You know, they're they're influenced by people who think they're correct. You know, that's the same. I'm I'm not. I'm not saying it's the same thing, but I just want you to realize like it's the same way of thinking. And the thing with universal laws is, in my opinion, you know, I could be wrong. I could be wrong about all this. This is all speculation, people. We're not fucking God. We don't fucking know. None of us do. But for at least how I'm looking at things, universal laws can't be subjective. You can't oh, well, in this situation, it's okay, but in this one, it's not. Because then, like, it will just never work because everybody's line moves differently. You know, some people may think, all right, if you you saving somebody from jumping off a bridge, that's, like, that's where the line is. Some people may think, you know, people trying to fucking eat animals, that's where my line is. If you're not a vegetarian, then you need help. You're not in the right mental state. So that's, I'm just saying the line changes for everybody. So can you say that's righteous? I don't know. That, I mean, but I feel objective. like with the bridge situation, you're not taking over his life because he can always come back and do that shit again if he really wants to. All you're doing is saying, hey, think about this for a second. But like with a he, vaccine, he that's about it. Y'all okay, talk for 30 minutes. If we talk for 30 minutes and, and before I, and then he, before he jumps, I pull him off put him back in the car, drop him off at his house. He has the right to go back and do that shit again, whether I want to, whether I want him to or not. But like with a vaccine, that's a little bit different because a vaccine gonna last forever. And in addition to that, the government shouldn't have control on, on whether or not people are jumping off bridges or not. I just feel like as, as a human, as a human, you would probably feel the natural need to, to, to save somebody from jumping off the bridge. So you think are you would correlate um the preservation of life to righteousness is, is that what i'm hearing no i would no i would i would say what if it's fucking hitler trying to jump off the bridge you saving hitler from jumping off the bridge if i don't know who hitler is probably yeah no nah, you know who he is then i'm probably not saving hitler why because i don't want to but what's the difference? Because one, because it's my choice. I can choose whether I want to save that person. I can choose to do the right, the righteous thing or the non-righteous thing. Yeah. Well, okay. If there okay. is all a right, it's your thing. choice. But all right, all right. Let me rephrase this question because I asked you: Would it be righteous or unrighteous to save Hitler from jumping off that bridge? I'm not sure. And that's fine. I feel like that's I feel like that's a no, no. It is fine. It is who know like nobody's ever gonna know. Yeah, you're right. But just for this thoughtful experiment that we're running right now, so I, I just want to cat like I'm just trying to show you that like it can't be like oh in this situation it's righteous but in this one it's not. It can't be like that for a universal okay. law. So that's why I'm asking: Would it be righteous for you to save Hitler in that situation? Yes or no? I'm not sure. You proved it to me though. I, I don't know because there's not there's not a right answer. Yeah, but like 
And that's why I'm like, I'm kind of just leaning more to the, I don't think there's a such thing as righteousness. Cause I'm like, if there's all these varying situations, how could anybody ever judge how another person is thinking in their head about a certain situation and how they feel about it when they make a certain choice? So that's why I'm like, you know, with laws, they're so oppressive because they're one person's opinion or one group of people's opinion. And and they're used to rule over a bunch of different types of people, a bunch of different groups. So basically what I mean by that is something that may be seen as a super serious felony to a upper middle class family. Let me say that is something that's normal in a lower class family. But based on the law, you're committing a felony because you're living by the rule of these other people. And that's why laws aren't universal. They're just opinion. And I'm saying universal laws can't be opinion. They got to be, this is what it is. And that's why I, I, I'm just finding it hard to think whether or not righteousness is like, you know, a real thing. And that it kind of makes me think about like God, you know, like. I've I've been watching this show called The Boys. Have you have you heard of it? It's like the superhero show on that. It's like low key good. You should see it. It's like a superhero show, but like it's not like a superhero show. If that makes sense. But um, like basically, they they're like superheroes, and there's one dude that's like super strong, and he has like god like power compared to like the average human, and um, but he's like evil, right? I'm thinking about God. I'm like, a lot of people have this idea of like God being like all good and all righteousness, which, which I hope he is. That's what I think it is for. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, whatever y'all, y'all want to call the figure, but, um, I'm thinking about, I'm like, what if, what if it's just the most powerful motherfucker in the universe who said the most powerful person has to be good. You feel me? Like, Usually the niggas on the dark side is, is stronger than the niggas on the good side. And they only win. The niggas on the good side only be winning because it'd be a movie. Because yeah. if you look in the world, you don't see none of them good niggas winning. You see fucking evil niggas running this bitch. And they've been running it since the beginning. So I'm like, what if we just have the wrong idea of like everything? Yeah. That's why the the, the book, The Prince... It's like it's really like an eye opener for all that because it really teaches you the ways to obtain power. If you're like a nice person or whatever, it like it gives you the rule set on how to obtain power, and it's all not righteous shit, not morally correct things to the normal person. Yeah, exactly, and it's like that's why like. We've we've had conversations on this podcast where we're talking about Hitler and the Nazis, or we're talking about pedophilia, and like we're really trying to unpack like, is this some shit society is saying bad, or is this some shit that is universally wrong? And like I was, I grew up in this society, so I'm gonna always think pedophilia is wrong. You know, no matter if it come out that universally is just a thing, I'm gonna always think that shit's disgusting. And if you do that shit, you should be damn near crucified. But like, 
that's because I grew up in this system. And what I'm trying to basically get at is we've grown, we've grown up and learned to live by a system and rules that don't necessarily correlate to the rules of nature and society. And that's why you see all this turmoil with human beings and our mental. You don't see any insane, well, I don't know. There might be insane deers out there or some shit. But for the most part, you don't see fucking deers with as many mental health issues as humans got. Every nigga you see on the street, more more likely than not, got depression on some type of level. And that's sad, you feel me? And it's like, we're the only type of animals that's like this. We got to understand we're animals at the end of the day. We, yeah, we're smarter than most niggas, but it's like, damn, that's, that's our biggest curse. If you think about it. Yeah, no, definitely. Cause like we have the ability to be depressed. Well, I mean, dogs have the ability to be depressed too, but we have the ability to like drive ourselves crazy with our own. We Well, no, we have the ability to, I heard this really good quote. It was like, this between an animal and a human is a human. I mean, an animal blends in with their surroundings. A human creates their surroundings or changes it. And I think like your mind really gives you the ability to change what reality is. And when you can change reality and not really have full control of it, because like, you don't have control over your thoughts. Like most people, I feel like 100% of people don't have control over their thoughts or where they're coming from. So like, they're kind of just on a fucking a highway to hell. Yeah, bro, for real. And that's why once you realize, like, we've literally been living by a rule of niggas who, like, there's no master plan. You know, there's no, like, there's, like, an agenda of shit they kind of want to, like, introduce to people. But there's no master plan of, all right, we're doing this and we're going to do this. And this is, like how society we're just doing shit you know like and once you like really understand and like me me and andre we're like uh, we're becoming like adults now like i wouldn't say we're like really like adult adults now but like we're, we're becoming like real adults now like actual adults and you know i i see I'm looking at adults now and I'm talking to them and I'm like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about you don't know shit you're acting all everybody's an actor everybody they're acting about how they oh how you feel I'm good I'm okay how you know I've been I've been doing acting fucking lying to yourself lying to everybody you talk to oh oh you know what to do yeah you just do you don't know what the fuck to do you're acting you're acting like you know what to do at this job that I got at UPS which shout out to UPS I really like y'all and I really like the job but like they made me the mentor for the for the new trainees I just started like two months ago and they be asking me shit and I'll be like bro honestly I don't really know and granted I'm one of like the best workers there but like the new the new trainees that I'm training they be asking me shit and I'll be like bro honestly I don't know because the niggas who's been here for five years they didn't know when I asked them and they like they've just been acting like they've known this whole time. So you kind of just got to act like you fucking know what's going on. And you just realize that's what everybody's doing. And I'm, I went on this little rant to, to so because I want you all to understand that. Everything we're doing as a society, we have we don't know what the fuck we're doing. We're all acting like we know what we're doing. The presidents are acting like they have an idea what the fuck Russia and China is doing every day. 
we're acting like we know what's going on in in the in America, let alone the fucking universe, when we don't know anything that's going on at all. So it's like once you like really like actually get a grasp of that and understand that and understand that, damn, if if these niggas don't know what's going on, whose rule am I living by? There's no plan. So I'm just basically doing shit a nigga who don't know what's going on is telling me to do. So so I'm enslaved. That's that's how you and th- this is how people got to think so they can unpack what reality really is and like see the matrix for what it is. So so if if you not you feel me if you're not thinking for yourself if if you there's no master plan you're following it's just people doing shit you're enslaved. You're not thinking for yourself. Somebody's thinking for you and they're telling you what to do. So you're not doing what's known to nature we're not living naturally look at our society everybody's depressed everybody's killing each other's fucking hellish dumb crazy shit going on right so we're not living by nature's rules it, it, we're in turmoil um there i'm a philosophy major for those of y'all who don't know and um my bad you can butt in whenever if i'm talking too much but um like there was this quote and, and it stuck with me ever since i heard it and I think it was either Hobbes that said it or John Locke. And they said, the reason that humans are are depressed is because we aren't, life is not how it ought to be. We're not living how we ought to be. And we know that deep down because if life was how it ought to be, if this society was the way nature planned for it to be, and maybe, maybe I'm just being like too optimistic and thinking that there's a specific way shit's supposed to go or like, you know, a frequency of life. Maybe this is just a random ass experiment and we're just doing shit and we're just lab rats. Maybe that's what this is. But, you know, I just have a feeling that's not what this is. And honestly, I think all life is this feeling. That's what that's I think that's literally all life is. So and and either Locke or Hobbes, they said, um, the way you feel the way you do is because life isn't how it ought to be. And, and like, when you really think about that, you know, if life was how it's ought to be, if, you know, we're supposed to live in this society where we work every day, we talk through fucking robots, we go to work, um, get money, buy shit and then die. Why would we be depressed about it? This is just life. We, we don't have an idea of what we were born and, and we're just living in this bitch. Right. There's no, there's no master plan, like I said. So the mere fact that we feel like this shit is not right is proof that the that this shit's not right. And it's kind of like the same argument people have for God. Like the mere fact that everybody has an idea of a God-like figure from birth, even though some people are like, that's just like a, a nasty disease passed down from generation to generation, but some people are like, it just kind of gives credit or evidence to the fact that there's something out there. The mere fact that everybody has this idea of something that nobody has any recollection of. And I feel like that's the same for like how we feel about society and just life in general, you know? Maybe it's like Attack on Titan, you know how like, oh, well, maybe... No, nah, I don't know. Fuck. Damn, I had a good-ass <laughs> analogy, bro. Fuck. 
Bro, can you just cover your ears for the people that did hear it? Nah, nah, it? you can, you can, fuck, fuck, nah, is it? Nah, is just it cover like your really ears, bro. just cover your ears. Bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm go in the next one. All right. Hold on, let me go, 10, 9, 8, 7. Yeah, so basically, it's really like Attack on Titan, because if y'all haven't seen the anime Attack on Titan, basically, well, if y'all have, yeah, if y'all haven't, this is a spoiler alert, but if y'all have, then y'all know that all of the people who are on the island got their memories erased, so they don't remember what life was like before, uh, what's Ymir or whatever, I don't know, whoever the fuck was the first Titan. So maybe, like, you feel me, maybe we had this, this like instinct and this uh, intuition to do good because in some distant, uh, I mean, forgotten memory, there was uh, like a utopian society. I'm finished, but there was like a utopian society and we, we, we can't, we can't see it and we can't understand where it's coming from, but we understand that it's coming to us and we understand that that's how we want this world to be. Yeah. Yeah. I got to watch that shit. Bro, that shit is so fucking good. What season is that? I mean, I didn't hear what you said, but like... The third, I think. Either the second or the third. Oh, because I no, listen the to third. the pods while I'm at work. Mm-hmm. They be getting me through work. And like, I'm going to like hear that part. But it's... Not I good. mean, it's not that. I mean, it's big. But like, just hearing what I said, you won't be that like spoiled. Because you won't understand like exactly what's happening. I love girls, 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 girls. But oh, oh, oh but no, nah, no. Nah, there's there's like this one more topic. It's still like on this unrighteousness tip that I wanted to talk about, and it's like about God, right? So everybody has this idea of like God, like being like, let's say he's like all good all righteous and all all powerful like that's that's the consensus of what god is even though we don't know he could be an evil nigga that's just all powerful i hope not i really hope not but um so you know i was thinking about it because i was talking to like this muslim guy my barber he's muslim i really want to like start learning more about that religion um but he was like basically telling me all God wants from us is like to worship him and shit and yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, see, I don't understand that. Cause I'm like, if he put us in this predicament in this fucked up ass situation where like, it's kind of hard to even believe in his ass in the first place. Like why, why does he want us to like worship him? You feel me? Cause I, like, I don't know, for some reason I was thinking of God as like being like humble. Yeah, yeah, like he wouldn't <laughs> care about that yeah. shit. Like, why, why the nigga need me to worship him? Oh God, that's hella like, like fucking. That literally yeah. goes against. You know the uh one of the seven deadly sins is vanity, and I feel like that fucking. That yeah, gets so that doesn't make that. sense to me. Yeah. Like, and that really still doesn't fucking make sense to me. And I, I don't think that's ever going to make sense to me. Yeah, it's it's not, and it's a very like weird thing to even. <laughs> And, and, you know, I heard Mike Tyson say we were born to worship. Like, we're just, like, physically hardwired to worship other, to worship things. Whether it's a God, whether it's materials, whether it's celebrities. Like, we're just, we're just hardwired to do that. 
And I think it makes I think it makes sense. And I feel like that's why we find so many different things to believe in, because we just we need something to believe in. We need that that hope, maybe not at the end of the tunnel, but we just need that hope to guide us through life. Because if not, like if it like if you don't have an established set of morals through religion or through some type of beliefs, like niggas would probably be running around this world just slicing niggas' faces off, cheating on everybody, stealing from people like because there'll be no like moral code at all. N- niggas so feel, already do that. But like I feel like a lot more people would do it. And people would do it without the consciousness of like something bad could happen. I'm karma. I feel I like feel most like... people No, go ahead. I, I feel like most people don't do evil things because they feel like it's evil. Not because they can't. Do you think that we need something to believe in so profusely? is because we're the only animals on earth that know it's going to die. Yeah, that and because I feel like the only thing that we have, well, what keeps us going is more than anything is just hope. Like we always find something else to hope for. Like whether it's you hope to graduate, you hope to get a promotion, you hope to get paid more, you hope to find somebody. And I feel like having that hope that something good is going to come or something good is on the way or that you're on the right path. It's like what keeps us sane and what keeps us like motivated to keep going forward. I don't think there's like, no, nah, no, nah, I agree with you like a hundred percent, but um, like on this topic of sanity and cause we were talking about mental health earlier. I wanted to bring this up. I don't think there's like low key a such thing as like a, um a sane person a mentally stable person i kind of know i because i like i feel like everybody's acting i literally feel like everybody's acting and that's why like people be going quote unquote crazy and shit because like everybody acting and then some niggas just get to that point where it's like bro like stop fucking acting like, I know you're acting. I can see you acting right in front of me, right? So, I don't know. Like, I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, one, or I, the only, and this is obviously not the only way I think you can be fucking um, mentally stable, obviously. But I think, like, the easiest way and probably the most likely way for a person to be mentally stable even though these people are the least mentally stable is for them to be um, sleep, for them to be not conscious, for them to be ignorant about the realities of the world. Because when I, when I was just hooping and I really wasn't, though. that's the thing, but it's like, I wasn't, I just didn't realize so much shit. So I thought I was mentally stable. And that's why I, I really don't think, Cause I feel like I'm more mentally stable than I've ever been. And I feel like to most niggas, I'm a fucking crazy person. Like niggas, niggas from who we used to hoop with probably think I'm crazy as fuck right now. Yeah. I mean, I think we crazy as fuck. Oh God, but like, fuck it, bro. Cause like, you gotta think, you know what I just thought about the other day, bro. I was literally walking from class and, uh, I had talked to some dude about like this fucking uh what's that shit called a record player? 
for some reason, in, while I was walking away, I was like, bro, literally, I could just be in a video game right now and, like, all of this shit could not matter and I'm going to die and I'm going to pick up my headset and see everybody else around me, like the real people, and be pissed the fuck off that I didn't fucking take advantage. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, bro, I'm in a video game. Nothing really matters technically. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of, like, Recently, I've been trying to hardwire my brain to be like, this could all just be a video game. I mean, I'm still not going to, like, do nothing, no GTA shit. But, like, I'm trying to, like, hard, because, like, at the end of the day, bro, this really is a simulation, bro. After you die, you, like, nothing else happens. So, it's like, you could literally well, we don't go know. run. We don't know what happened. Well, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. But on this earth, nothing else happens, bro. So, honestly, you could either run down the street. I mean, we don't know. Nah, nothing else. What, nah, what happened? Look, playing. bro. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Because, like. <laughs> I was going to say, bro, look at Michael Jackson. That nigga was the biggest star of all time. And then the nigga just got forgot about. And fucking, that nigga was damn near bigger than Jesus, bro. And like, he just got forgot about. And Jesus and God is the only two niggas that don't get forgot about. And you can't be them. That's fact. Oblivion is, um, it's like, what's the word? It's ominous. Oh. No, oblivion is inevitable. Mm. That's but, that's Thor. That's uh Thanos, right? No. Oh. Thanos said, "I am inevitable." Oblivion oh. <laughs> is like um, it's the fear of being forgotten or like your life having no meaning. You just lived here and died, and nobody remembered you. But that's literally yeah. everybody. Yeah, oh God. Because you only get remembered for like a generation, and that's Bro, like yeah. Even like think about like the pharaohs. Nigga, yeah. nobody knows who they are now. And they were oh, literally God. like the pharaohs. Well, I mean, King nah, of the nah. world. Nah, they know who the pharaoh, they technically know. But like, even like the number two guy in ancient Egypt, that nigga was still cold as fuck. And oh, nobody God. even know that nigga existed. Oh, God. You see, uh, yeah, that's why it's just like, fuck it. Fuck it. What's the worst that could happen? Like, you die? Just, okay, yeah, everybody gonna shit. meet you there. Right, you get stressed, okay. Everybody gets stressed. Bro, yeah. And that's like, I'm glad we're on the same page with that. Because that's kind of like how I've been like trying to like just lead my life lately. Because I'm like, bro, like this shit really don't matter. Like I haven't been like thinking of it like this a video game. Even though like subliminally I've always kind of thought of it like that. But I've been kind of thinking of it more like, um, you know, like I'm going to be... Because, like, for me, it's with footage. Like, I'll be... I'm a shy-ass nigga. And people really don't believe me when I say that. But I'm like, nigga, I'm really shy. That's why I'll be acting like a dumbass, like, when I first meet meet people. And I'll be saying, like, dumbass shit. It's kind of annoying as fuck. Like, bro, I, I fumbled it with this badass girl because, like, I was nervous. Bro, it don't even matter, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Fuck, I forgot. Where was I before that? It don't matter. Nah, before. Uh, bro, honestly, I forgot too. But, no, oh, you, you was talking about like, uh, you always thought it was a video game, like subliminally. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, when, um, I'm a shy nigga, right? So, like, when I gotta, like, do something, like, footage wise, like, I gotta talk to somebody, like, I'll be, I'll not want to go up. Like, I I hate going up to people. But then, like, 
when I'm editing the footage, I hate like one, I already hate the feeling of God going up to them. And then I look at the footage and it's just me being a pussy the whole time. So like, and like me talking all timid and shit. So like, I kind of like started trying to like look at myself from a third person point of view mm-hmm. and like be like just a person watching my life like it was a movie. I'm like, do you really want to be like that, that, that be your character? Like, yeah, you got the pussy character. Yeah, like you feel me? I'm like, nah, bro, like, fuck that. But you know what? I've been, I've been noticing too, cause like I had this class and we got to like, we present every day. And like, I'll be going up there. Like today was kind of cool because we had a we had to present on a topic we didn't know about it. We didn't know about. So basically he was teaching us how to like bullshit effectively. And I went up there, bro. And like, I was honestly like, if you just speak with confidence, bro, you can say whatever the fuck you want and nobody. Hell will. yeah. Like somebody, somebody may question it, but like if you speak with more confidence than they do, they'll second guess themselves before. And then you already know you're wrong. So it's like, it's not good. You know what I'm saying? It's like, fuck it. I'm just, so like, th- that's what I really been noticing. Like, if you just go in there with the intention of it's going to get done or whatever, Bro, and like the Kanye, confidence, fuck, yeah. My bad, but Kanye, he had just said some cold shit. He was like, niggas be saying I'm overconfident, but I'm just like, how the fuck can you be overconfident? Like, how can you believe in yourself too much? <laughs> And that's facts. Like, we live in a world that's so, like, pussyfied and, like, people are so, like, doubtful of themselves that when you believe in yourself, niggas will be like, oh, you believe in yourself too much. Bro, that is the craziest shit, that's bro. That's like, crazy. Bro, that's crazy. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, but yeah, like, when you really think of it, like, nigga, I can't believe in myself because you doubt yourself. Bro, when that nigga, uh, that nigga Jay Z was like, "If you don't like my shit, you can go. You could press fast forward. It's facts, bro. Just don't pay attention. Shit, you don't like it, just don't don't pay attention. And that's how I be looking at shit too. I be like, bro, as long as you if you just do what you gotta do, like all a nigga can do is gonna hate, and everybody gonna form an opinion. And, and no matter how good you do, no matter what you do, somebody's gonna have somebody's gonna find something wrong in everything. So exactly." It's like you if you try if you try to be right, you'll drive yourself in crazy. I realize like you really can't please everybody. Cause the shit that like like I just think about like Tyler. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like the shit, his first shit, the niggas that listen to the nigga now would hate that shit, right? Yeah. But the niggas who like that shit like that shit. And some of them hate that shit he putting out now. So I'm like. It's literally impossible to try and please everybody. Exactly. So you, you know, she's you know what you just gotta be yourself, and whoever and gravitates hate the national anthem. Oh God, you feel me? Nigga, so like, there's literally nothing. <laughs> niggas hate the Pledge of Allegiance, bro. Like, you know, God. Like some niggas hate God, so like you exactly. can't even be like God, bro. Like oh, there's God. nothing on this, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh god you can't even be like i'm a god because niggas hate god what's a god. what's a king what's a god to a non-believer what i was trying to wrap it full circle to the beginning of the pod so we could end it off with like what's a god to a non-believer 
Frank is a cold. Damn, bro. I wish you would have. Uh, hold on. Well, we should sing as the outro. All right. All right. What's a king? What's a what's a what's a mob to a king? Wait, what's nah. a king to a guy? Um, we hope y'all enjoyed this podcast, man. You know, hope y'all enjoyed these moments. You know, the the laughs, the giggles, the smiles, the, the crowns, <laughs> the rants, the ups, the downs. The sideways. Everything. everything. I hold you like everything. The low way. The highways. The the freeways. The traffic. What? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, no, nah, I did want to ask you one more thing before we got off here, though. Uh-huh. It was like on the same topic. Do you believe that they're like, there are quote unquote chosen ones? Like there's profit. I- you know what? I, look, I'm just gonna hit you with a Frank Ocean bar. T- this is how you tie it from the beginning to the end, make it come full circle. Ain't no fucking hopes and dreams, prophecies. Honestly, faith was in a coffee bean. <laughs> that shit hard, huh? Bro, you get it? Cause he like, bro, this ain't there ain't no hopes and dreams and probably ain't no fortune, ain't no good luck, ain't no script. My faith was in a coffee bean, nigga. I put in work for this. Yes, sir. I don't believe in chosen ones. I feel like you got to choose yourself. And that's a fact. This is MDH TV with Dre and Tommy. We'll see y'all later. Peace out, people.